0: Give yourself the day off with better buddies. back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ, and with me this week, I have Matthew. Hello. And new to the show, Ryan. Hello! Love the energy. Yeah. I gotta bring something to this, so might as well be energy. Better that than nothing. Kick it off, as we do every week, with our Better Buddies icebreaker. Uh, this week's icebreaker question, What is your favorite fruit to eat raw? And your favorite fruit to eat in either pancakes or muffins or some other baked good variety. Because I know, at least for myself, they're two different answers. Ryan, do you want to start us off?
1: Sure. Uh, Favorite fruit to eat raw is blackberries. Like, bar none. Like, nice bitter ones. Like, not too sweet, not too soft, but just that that level in between. Mm -hmm. I'll go through boxes of those. And uh, in either pancakes or muffins, cranberries. For sure. Oh, yeah. Solid choices. Very berry-oriented. Yeah. I, uh, I don't have a pun for that, so we're just gonna (laughs) let that slide, so. (laughs) Uh, it wasn't
0: a berry good pun anyways. Uh, Matt, what about you? Uh,
2: so my favorite fruit to eat raw is pineapple. And my favorite fruit to eat in uh, pancakes or muffins um hmm, I'm not really uh a... I used to hate blueberries in in my pancakes and my muffins but like I think I've come around to not enjoying them but like sort of being okay with them you know what I mean Otherwise, I like my pancakes sort of, uh... Vanilla.
0: Yeah. And why didn't you like blueberries? Because I know I definitely prefer chocolate chip.
2: Uh, I just didn't like the the taste of blueberries. It was just... I didn't want hot blueberries in my mouth at all. Hmm. I didn't even like uh, chocolate chips in in my pancakes. I was very much a... Vanilla, like, well, to be honest, I was a waffle guy, Um, Um, but, but yeah, no, I literally just like plain pancakes and muffins. Uh, I like uh, poppy seed muffins, I guess, but.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you with the chocolate chips. I mean, pancakes and muffins are so dense compared to like a nice fluffy, like it either has to be real dense, like a cookie or really loose, like a cake but that middle kind of muffin pancake texture I associate with just, they're way too sweet for how much material you have. And they, they become ways too soft. It kind of throws me off every time.
0: Huh? See, and I'm like, I'm the complete opposite. I love me a good pancake. I like muffins, put a little butter on there and get some chocolate chips in there. Mm. I love me my sweets. Mm. Honey butter, man. Honey butter. Ooh. Uh, My answer, I'm... Matt, a question for you, actually, before I go to my answer, about pineapple. Have you ever tried dipping your pineapple in, letting it soak in a little bit of salt water for a little bit? No, I have not. Uh, I picked that up off a cooking show once. Apparently, if you let the pineapple sit in the salt water, it will cut down on the sheer acid-like... It hurts your tongue acid part of it but it will keep all of the sweetness and the flavor I've tried it myself and I found it worked pretty well
1: adding that to my list jeez that actually does sound good
0: yeah
2: yeah I have to try I have to try it
0: uh my answer for just straight up fruit to eat would be pears I love me a nice juicy pear and then uh in baked goods I like strawberries a nice strawberry scone Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, our next segment of the show, Better Buddies, recommend where we recommend a piece of media for people to peruse and enjoy. Uh, does anybody in particular want to start off this week?
1: I mean, uh, and any just any genre. Or any, any genre. Any it could
0: be book, music, movie, video game, TV show. Uh cartoon strip, comic I, book.
1: I'm, I've been re enjoying uh, Community lately. Like, I it's been a while since I rewatched it, and that, now that's up on Netflix, it's I'm I'm pretty into that again. Nice.
0: I I caught that a couple months ago. It's so good. It's so good. I I don't like the
1: back half seasons as much. That that's kind of the joke. Right? Yeah, that it started losing people, and then. Some quality dipped, especially once they lost Donald Glover, but it still kind of kept true to itself. They just kind of dealt with it. Yeah. Uh, that's why they brought the Dean around more because he kind of carried the rest of it.
0: Yeah, he helped a lot. <laughs> On uh, because I watched through it the first time and I enjoyed everything, and I I'd seen seasons four and season five. I was like, that wasn't that bad. And I went back to do a rewatch, like like a week later or whatever, and I said, you know what? I'll just, I'll watch through and see how many episodes I skipped. I got through seasons one, two, three, I hit four, and said, I'll just see how many I skip. And I got to the end of the season having watched one episode in its entirety.
1: Oh, man.
0: Yeah, I was like, ooh. Ooh, that was rough.
1: Yeah, it gets kind of rough. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, there's some really good jokes towards the end. Uh, but they're kind of buried in it. Yeah. Matt, what about you? What have, uh,
0: have you managed to acquire any media?
2: Yeah, I, uh, I binge-watched season five of, uh, Lucifer this, uh, this past weekend.
0: Same. What'd you think?
2: Uh, I actually liked it a lot. It was nice to see, um, just the, the range of, um... Tom Ellis, uh, in playing two roles. And then actually I really enjoyed the character development for maze this season, as opposed to other seasons.
0: Yeah. Cause,
2: cause I felt like in other seasons, she was like very much a toddler.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
2: Like, um, and yeah. that's not on her, like her as a actor or her as a, it was just very much the writing. And I, Get why they went that direction with the character, but, like, just seeing her, like, sort of grow finally, it was just awesome, I think.
0: I really loved, like you said, Tom Ellis managing to play two characters in a single season. The difference in accents just threw me off entirely when it finally arrived. I was like, no way that's the same guy. Because he's got both of them down so perfectly to be different from each other
2: yeah no he you could tell that he went like through the uh, like vocal like dialect coaching necessary to like really pull off that sort of like seedy American accent
0: see and listening to it I I kind of always figured he was uh aiming for the British accent. I never knew if he was actually British or not. I thought he was more American like, not British playing British. And then with this last season, I have no idea anymore.
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure he is British.
0: He nailed it. Those are both really good recommendations, guys. Uh, I'm, before I get to my recommendation, I'm going to follow a slightly time-honored tradition here of Sneaking in extra recommendations. Um. I replayed the Spider-Man PS4 DLC over the last few days. Um. We'd recommended the Spider-Man PS4 game, I think, last week. And boy howdy. Playing on New Game Plus Ultimate difficulty on those DLC missions is the most difficult thing in the entire game. Ooh. Uh. Even a normal game they'd the d l c rap ranked up the difficulty uh and was like tricky this was hard, and there were fights that should have been like there was an intro boss fight that stepped you into the second download of the d l c or the third download of the d l c that was rough to fight, and it was starting you out it like i got there but be aware that it's tough um but my official recommendation this week it's a movie i don't think it's a movie that is historically significant but i don't know how many people have actually seen it nowadays just based on
1: time is rebel without a cause <laughs> uh I I know I've seen it, I just can't remember much about it. I I went through the whole Criterion collection, the classic movies, a long time ago. I I watched it the last week with my grandpa,
0: and I knew the name because of a Garfield joke, where in some book of Garfield comics there was a poster of Odie in this outfit, and the joke title was Rebel Without a Clue. (laughs) It was my entire context going in. And it was really moving that, uh, just it very, it captured very well, this whole sense of, I need to be going somewhere and doing something, but there is nowhere to go and nothing to do. And that feeling of, I don't fit in, but I'm trying to fit in.
1: And I just, it was, it had the, the, the almost uh timber of the modern day indie movie something that zach braff would star in but like with a classic pretty boy yes it it's it's that whole garden state kind of feel of just almost i wouldn't say boredom but like the the kind of it's very low-key yeah yeah
0: like there's action in it but it's never going for intense action it's this is tense and things are happening because this is what's supposed to be
1: happening and this is the level of intensity it's supposed to be at. It kind of felt like almost I, a, a fantasized... I'm, re- I'm remembering, it, remembering it a little bit more now. Uh, it, re- it reminds me of like a fantasized slice of life of like you're a 50s teenager and what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, but I... I th- I think it holds up, having watched
0: it in over like YouTube streaming on a four K TV mm-hmm. in twenty twenty, <laughs> when it's
1: like o- almost as old as my grandpa. Yeah, I mean, I mean, social isolation and that kind of—it's almost a coming of age story. It's it that that question of well, what what am I going to do now—is—is been in media since. Greece, like... <laughs> yeah. And I, th- I think it's a...
0: I think that's a good one th- for today, is that mm-hmm. because of... we've been stuck relatively in the same spot for a good while now, and yeah, that struggle of... there is this unrelenting force that I cannot do anything against, but the internal drive of life and evolution is to do things.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Good recommendation. Good recommendation.
0: Good recommendations all around. I cannot see now. I'm tempted to go back and rewatch parts of Community just for the fun of it. And I cannot it's, wait it's, for the it's worth back it. half of Loose for season two or season five because they split it in half. What do you? Before we move on to our next segment, I want to ask Ryan, what do you think of the paintball episodes of Community?
1: Okay, from a directorial standpoint, they are per- perfect. They're they're trying to Get a genre to intercede with this comedy storyline in such a way that it's it's perfect. They, I love them. Okay. Because
0: those are like my favorite episodes because they just work so well. Oh yeah, they're so good. Like if, if I had to show somebody one episode of Community,
1: I'd show them a paintball episode because it just works on its own. Yeah. In the later seasons, you have to find the VR episode where the dean gets a VR organization system. Oh, oh,, God! I forgot about that one. Uh-, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch that. It was twice as funny because my 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 best buddy since second grade uh went for his theology degree, and I always used to joke whenever things were bad. I used to go, "Jesus wept," and the fact they did that in community like a decade <laughs> later, he hated me for it, and I showed him that episode, and he died.
0: Oh, nice. That's awesome. Well, our next segment is How to Be a Better Buddy, where we give some serious advice and some slightly comedic advice. And, uh, like when you ask your friends for advice, it's not our fault if it doesn't work out.
2: It's all RJ's
0: fault. 100%. 100%. I mean... I'll take the blame for it. I don't know. What's the worst that could happen? Uh... Our first question, uh, and we pull all these from the uh, family and relationships side of Yahoo Yahoo Answers. (laughs) Our first question is, are my parents strict? I'm entering the sixth grade and still have a bedtime. I can't play video games or watch TV until I finish my homework. I can only have junk food once a week, even though I'm not fat. My dad's been a gym freak since I can remember. I'm not saying they're bad parents. I just think they're strict. I would start off by saying, eh, maybe it's a little strict.
2: This guy's, like, 12. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they're strict, but the only thing that I can see being kind of an issue is, like, the junk food once a week. Like, that's kind of lame. But everything else is, like, that's what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Uh, do your homework
1: like, is that a problem that you have <laughs> yeah. to do your
2: homework before you play video games like, they do that because they know you would probably spend all your time in the video game and not have any time left to do your homework
1: I'd say they have good boundaries and structure I wouldn't say they're strict I mean I agree with you on the junk food one that's kind of crazy I mean unless they mean like junk food is like an entire birthday cake <laughs> no uh, yeah.
2: i i'm i'm taking junk food as like this man wants his pringles and he can't have his pringles except for on Fridays
0: which if that's the case yeah that's kind of strict mm. but if it's like and even that's like one little bit of strictness in what is a pretty reasonable like setup
1: um, completely I mean first off the sentence structure of this kid like he's clearly smart whatever they're doing it's working cause like yeah. he even has a last closing statement it's like well I'm not saying they're bad parents I think they're strict which at his age would show a profound amount of empathy for
0: his yeah that's really mature for being a 6th grader to be like hey I wish I could do more but they're not bad parents
1: exactly like that that alone right there is like they're doing something right <laughs>
0: compared to the kid who could be like, oh man, my parents are the worst and I hate them because they're ruining my life because I can't yeah. drink soda 24-7. <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm 25 and I still say that. <laughs> so, uh...
1: <clears throat> no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I, I have a little width and breadth of age on my side. I'm 33, so I... I've seen what happened to the uh, the the kids I went to grade school with that didn't have any structure at all, and now they're like, "Why did my parents make me do sports or anything? I have nothing I want to do except play video games." Like, it's it's the other it's the other side of the coin. <laughs> yeah, and worst case,
0: I mean, you could just run away. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that ends well every time. Every time. Oh, okay. wait, every is time. this
2: the funny portion of the advice or the serious portion of the advice? <laughs> uh, which one do you want to do, Matt?
0: we we'll uh, you make that well, choice.
2: Technically, I ran away, but, like,
0: I didn't to out.
2: move out, you know? Like, I didn't actually run away, I just moved out.
0: Mm, okay, but were you a sixth grader?
2: Oh, <laughs> I could have. no. I have, like, the emotional maturity of a sixth grader sometimes, I feel. That's fair. But, that's fair.
0: but are you smarter than a sixth grader?
2: Mm, uh no but i am smarter than a fifth grader so i'm getting i'm getting there
1: <laughs> just take as, this as, one as, as long as you're better than somebody as long as you're better than somebody
0: <laughs> yeah just put down those fifth graders how dare they <laughs> so uh i think in conclusion on that one kid just chill man you got it pretty good
1: yeah sneak some junk food into your do trades out of the backpack in school. Hide it in the bottom of your binder, like, and then sneak it out and hide it in your room somewhere. It's not just... under the bed. They always look in the sock drawer and under the bed. Never in those two spaces. Unscrew a light socket. I don't know. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> Man, you're getting really detailed.
1: Have you done this? I I'm gonna plead the fifth, just because oh, yeah, okay. not apply to parents. Okay. <laughs> sorry to sorry to Golly's parents
2: here.
0: Yeah. uh... If you're. uh... If you're going to be rebellious in your against your parents, I think sneaking food is probably the like most mild form of rebellion. Um our next question is I'm 22 and still live with my parent parents. I feel like a loser.
2: Yes.
0: You shouldn't.
1: No. You shouldn't feel like a loser. No, like like There's this saying that, like, 30's the new 20, which means people, at least in my generation, didn't start getting out of the house till late, or uh, they end up going back. So, like, if you're there, if you actually want to get out, you're doing better than a lot of people.
0: Yeah. And it's something we've covered on the show, a similar case a couple times before. I'm 23 and live with my parents right now. I'm I'm doing the work I have to to, like, eventually get out on my own, but... It's not worth stressing over. And uh, Matt, you brought up one other time we covered this, how you may be 22, but that also doesn't... Uh, living with your parents isn't dependent on your age. Maybe you. some people have good reasons for living with their parents, like taking care of them.
2: Yeah. Uh, honestly, I I've known... 30-year-olds who still live with their parents. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal at all that you still live with your parents. Like, you you could be a loser for plenty of other reasons before I call you a loser for living with your parents.
1: If, you're, if you've gotten total neat, like you'd give it up on anything aside from, like, living with your parents the rest of your life because it takes all the weight off your shoulders, yeah, that's the only time you're a loser is if you have zero ambition outside of that.
2: I, I have zero ambition, and I left my uh, parents' house.
0: I'd say you have at least one ambition, then. All of one.
2: All of one. Yeah, I'm one <laughs> for one on my ambition and meeting that ambition.
0: Hey, that's a 100% success rate. Exactly. And if you really feel like a loser, maybe evaluate the other aspects. Uh, if you are following through on your ambitions if you're actually like pursuing some hobbies maybe don't go maybe stop setting up those losers club
1: uh invites like you don't yeah, need to do that definitely you don't you don't need a chair you don't need to make the t-shirts you don't need to set the meetings for yourself like you, you just need to i mean where'd you even get the banner uh, geocities i think i think they got it up geocities i guess that'd be a heck of a place oh yeah Website's been around for 20 years, whatever. Man. That's an old website. Oh dude, I'm- I'm- might probably- am I the oldest guy you brought on here? <laughs> uh, to date? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, 30s to do 20 when you don't have kids. <laughs> Wait, does that mean I'm a teenager? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no. When you turn 30 you'll be like, oh god, I was a kid.
0: <laughs> oh god. Matt, any final thoughts on, uh, living with parents?
2: Uh, yeah, don't stress about it, man. Plenty of people live with their parents for plenty of different reasons, and if you're trying to get out, like, that's, that's all you can really ask. that's all they can really ask for,
0: honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't stress about it, just be chill. Uh, next question is, is vaping bad for the lungs?
2: Uh, yes. Yes.
1: I I was a vapor for 10 years, I can tell you. For my longitudinal study, yes. Yes, it is.
0: Yeah. I'm seeing, that was one of those things I got offered in high school once. Like, I was just, we were driving around, some guy who, the guy who was driving was like, hey, you want to hit off the vape? And I looked at it and went, maybe putting extremely hot gases into
1: my lungs isn't the best idea. Gonna pass. <laughs> i uh I was pack a day and then they started coming out with uh with the blues like the first wave like the blues e cigarettes were like some of the first that I saw on the market yeah and uh this is back before the smoking ban, so I'd be sitting in the old fashioned down here downtown vaping in the place I loved it, but I kept going and going with it, and after a while it just it starts to you can definitely feel it like you can definitely tell you were a vapor after a while
2: yeah i used to I used to vape when I was in college and uh like I wasn't even a smoker at all, and I would like just hit my friend's vape like every so often, and you could just feel it. You could just feel the like humidity just in <laughs> your lungs. You could just feel it just sort of stay there after a couple hits, and I was like, mm, maybe I don't need to do this. Um, and even like. Well, some of the some of the the vape uh, has the nicotine in it because a lot of people still need the nicotine even though they're trying to wean off um, smoking. So, like,
0: oh, nicotine
1: burns, dude. It burns so much. I I got uh, four milligrams of nicotine gum in my mouth right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you have first hand experience. Yes, yes, I have first-hand experience from everything but true, and I can tell you, yeah, vaping does hurt your lungs after a while.
0: Our next question. My ex-GF has become a lesbian and has taken on a female lover. Was it my fault that I failed her as a BF? So question
2: written by, uh, what, what, Ross Geller? Like, <laughs> no, you didn't fail her as a boyfriend, she just needed some time to figure out who she was.
1: Yeah. Next question, I guess. I, I, I'm going to say there's one point of context I need to know. How misogynistic were, were you? Because if you were violently misogynistic, you might have ruined men for her forever. That is the one thing. I I know, like, you would have to be out there, but I know some total dirtbags that this could probably happen to. It has, actually, now I think about it. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, I- I'm thinking, dude, unless, like it was said, like Ryan said, unless you were, like, the absolute worst of the worst dirtbag to her, it probably wasn't your fault, man. Exactly. All right, all
2: right, all right. Uh, I will say there is a total possibility where you did fail her as a boyfriend, but that's not the reason why she's lesbian, and it's because she's lesbian. Like, I don't... Yeah. you explain to people that people just... Have different orientations and well, I, they...
1: mean, I mean, yeah, of course, naturally, but there's there's also people who her go uh, bisexuals, and if one gender is meaner to the other, uh, to them, then they tend to prefer other directions for the rest of their dating life, unless someone very special comes along. I'm getting too technical, aren't I? <laughs> I mean, no. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all right.
2: I mean, like
0: it's an, it's another good window to open up. I was just thinking that. Frankly, dude, there was probably very little you could do to change what happened to you. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Because it was either predestined or you're so far gone that this podcast, you need more help than we can provide. Yeah. So, uh, be cool, man. Most likely wasn't your fault. And, uh...
2: It's like ninety nine point nine 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 percent it wasn't your fault, and you guys broke up because of some other reason. Like, yeah.
1: She- yeah. So just be cool, be supportive, move on. Though, though I did ha- do have a cousin who uh, married a guy who ended up divorcing her two years later because he realized he was gay. Like that's it yeah, that happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, and it's
0: rough. Yeah, it but uh, you helped them realize that in some yeah. way, so.
2: That's rough, buddy.
0: It's rough, but, mm-hmm. like, you did a service? Question mark?
1: Yeah, you help someone.
0: And it's like we're doing here. We're helping you. So you help them, we help you, and someone will help us.
1: God, I wish somebody
0: would help us. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think God can help us. <laughs> and our last question this week. What does it mean, with the further details... When your boss says bullying and harassment is against the law, please stop or we will be taking disciplinary action. Is that it? That is the further details. Huh. Yeah. Now, we got a similar question a couple weeks ago where the title was, what does it mean? And if I remember correctly, the details were when a coworker says they don't want to work on projects with you anymore. So I'm starting to wonder... If this is either someone who's really out of it and doesn't get what's going on or God. isn't a native English <laughs> speaker.
2: It, I was see this is weird like was it like a memo that they got or was it like pulled like they pulled him aside, him or her aside and was like yeah bullying and harassment is against the law please stop or we will take you. <laughs> like
1: yeah wh- like where was the you need a little more context than this. Like if yeah, they, I
2: need more context.
1: Were, were you just an average worker, and all of a sudden you got this, like, threatening email one day? Or were you, like, thinking you were joking? And, like, yeah, there's there's a lot of context that is missing here. I'm just gonna say... No, you go ahead, Don't bu- Don't bully. Don't harass. And if you get a slap on the wrist,
2: you know that you've been doing that thing.
0: Yep. And... If you don't know whether what you're about to say is bullying or harassment,
1: just don't. Exactly. Uh, God. Uh, I mean, even, uh, we worked in an office together and, like, there's that level between, like, you can be malicious or, uh, me and, uh, Alex. Yeah. Yeah, we we would say things that I guess would technically be, but (laughs) we're on the same level. We built up. Alex was supposed
0: to be on this today. Oh,
1: God. Oh, oh, No. (laughs) We would've had a pasta problem, as we call it, because we're both Italians, <laughs> Um, but yeah, and, like,
0: even in that office, back in March, when this whole thing started to go down, I joked that it would bring on the apocalypse, and later that day got pulled into a meeting and told, like, yeah, we know you were joking, but, um, maybe don't, because anx- people have anxiety. I mm. It was like, yeah, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, be chill. Mo- if you're lucky and you make a joke that got misconstrued, you're probably gonna, and, like, your higher-ups are cool people, they'll probably understand, like, oh, you made a mistake, but the first time's a mistake. After that, mm, it's kind of on you. Exactly, yeah. And just be polite, like... Yeah, just be polite. It goes such a long way, just being polite. Oh, yeah. Our last segment of the show is one that continues to delight and infuriate people of all ages and across time and space. Uh, Ryan, it's your first time here, so I'm going to explain what's about to happen to you. Okay. So, we shout into the void, wherein we go on the Better Buddies Twitter account, uh at BetterBudcast, and pick a, ra- pick a celebrity to tweet at. Commonly something we find humorous or engaging or just want to say hello to them. And they generally don't reply. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> we've, gotten, we've gotten one reply before. Uh, chef Mike Rass, former uh, head chef of McDonald's, has, re- has uh, shown interest in our tweets before. He's the only one. But we still count it as a win. Okay. Our options this week are John Cena, Tim Allen, or John Boyega. Uh, Matt and Ryan, do you guys have any opinions on which one we should tweet at? I'd say John Cena.
2: Okay, with John Cena.
0: John Cena. And what shall we say to Mister Cena?
2: I like now that everybody can see you.
1: I'd go the other direction. There's video of these guys who took a clear riot shield and put a uh, uh, vision diffusion tape that you put on like monitors and stuff, so it bends the light. So if you're standing right behind the shield, you can't—they can't see you. Ooh. So lean into the fact that like, do you feel special now that anybody can be invisible?
0: <laughs> Ooh.
1: So either uh, all right, all right. Throw a little shade, but not like mean. <laughs>
0: So either no, everyone can see you or everyone can be unseen. Oh, golly. Matt, what do you think?
2: Uh, I'm good with either. Uh, yeah, it's up to you, Mr. maker I,
0: I think I'm going to go with the second one, just because I kind of liked a little bit of shade thrown in there.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll send me that video right after. <laughs> How should I word it again?
0: Do you feel special now that everybody can be invisible?
1: Or everybody can remain unseen? There we go. That anybody could remain unseen. There we go. And I shared the video. I actually want to make this thing. This thing's amazing. <laughs> Alright.
0: Oh, wow. Just even on the thumbnail, that is impressive. Right? Huh. So you're telling me that for years I've heard about, like, oh, we're getting invisibility cloaks because we have these fabrics that have cameras on the outside and project the image behind them to the front and all that. And all we needed was
1: some tape. Some tape and some plexiglass, yeah. (laughs) Man, heck with this. (laughs) Just,
0: just heck with all of it. I
1: think it's like, grand, total, like eighty eighty to hundred and twenty bucks to make one of these. Uh, I'm totally doing it, so well I'll butt you over if I do. Good. That's crazy dude.
0: Hang on, so this is this is this going to happen to eventually like SpaceX with their rocket launch? They spent so much and some guy's gonna be like, oh, for like thirty bucks I adjusted the this system and it works this much better for an essential similar result, like, or like smart Uh, driving cars, it's going to be like, oh yeah, you could go buy a self-driving car, but if you download this phone app and plug this wire in, it does the same thing.
1: Basically, we're going to find, humanity loves to find workarounds that not cost a million dollars, so. Uh,
0: What's the point of technology, man? (laughs) To get cheaper technology. (laughs) True... I mean that was the whole Tesla business model, wasn't it? With the uh, the first Teslas cost like a crap ton, yeah. But it fueled cheaper Teslas on the next run, and it just kind of has been trickling down that way.
1: Yeah, same with uh, space tourism. That's been coming down and down since the late nineties. Like it's it's all everything just compounds in on itself. Soon, VR will be about as expensive as a cell phone. I mean, basically, is already have the the mass that you slip your cell phone into. Like, it's it just keeps coming down and down. Yeah.
0: Actually, I think there's some VR that's cheaper than cell phones. Yeah. Like, how much does an Oculus cost? Jeez. Because if it's less than $1,000, it's cheaper than an iPhone.
2: Yeah, I was looking at uh, VR stuff for like 600 or like 800
0: Oh my god.
2: Yeah. So it's pretty cheap compared to what it used to be.
1: 950 bucks, you can get a racing drone, a controller, and a full VR headset for it. Why <laughs> does anybody
0: ever buy an iPhone? You can buy a <laughs> racing drone.
1: Exactly! Like, it's like, oh, I got the new iPhone 10. No, I got a racing drone, so uh, fuck yourself. <laughs> I can fly the messages, too.
0: <laughs> I will just use my carrier pigeon, my robot <laughs> yeah. carrier pigeon, to carry messages, and I'll be able to see through its eyes. <sighs> Truly, the world is a magical place. Alright, let's wrap this up, boys, because I want to go eat a BLT and some potato pancakes. Sounds damn good. Mm, oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, but before I do, Matt, do you have something you want to plug? I I'm good. I think okay. So. If you're sure. Yeah, no, I'm good. Okay. I
2: don't... What would I have to plug? Other than, uh... Uh... You should uh, tweet at us at BetterBudcast. Uh, you should email us at oh, what's the email
0: RJ BetterBuddiesCast at gmail.com?
2: Yes, or you could uh, just you know hang out and listen to us on uh, Podbean, Spotify, wherever you get your uh, your podcasts. Did I did I get everything?
0: That's um, what you were looking for. It's not what I was looking for, but do I need to plug it then?
2: Oh oh right, 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 right. If you want to listen to the podcast live, <laughs> you can join uh RJ, uh me, and uh well, our rotating cast uh at Maddie underscore misplays on twitch.tv.
1: There we go. Uh was, Ryan, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, Nothing I'm working on is in pluggable position, but I guess I'll just say love each other. It's crazy out there. That's a good plug.
2: That's a good plug.
1: Thank you.
0: We'll keep an eye on your future projects. Thank you. Uh, Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for allowing us to use their song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off yesterday. You can find them on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, We plugged the social medias previously, thanks to Matt. Uh, We encourage you to tweet at us with the hashtag Better Buddies or email in. If you have a question you need advice on or hate mail, we'll take either at this point. We're getting close to a year mark. We're eight weeks from it. So uh, that's a wild ride. Maybe we'll do something special. And last but not least, be a better buddy.
1: You got a topic for tonight? Or are you just...
0: We're just winging it. Oh, no. We got a topic. If you uh, scroll up a little bit in the chat, you should see uh, episode 44. Mm -hmm. Posted by me the other day. That is our show notes for the week. So if you want to take a minute to read through that and get an idea of what's about to happen to you.
1: Oh,
0: Jesus. Yeah. At this point, I don't know if this show is an art form, a... Uh, just a fun hobby I do, or a psychological experiment,
1: and how long I can torture my friends. I mean, they're all good answers. I mean. <laughs>